0: What came first, the chicken or the egg? Oh gosh! (laughs) (laughs) Why is that a question? Like how? Wait, yeah, it's a question because it it doesn't make sense. What did come first? But isn't
1: that isn't that kind of going back to saying like, how did humans become to be? Yeah, essentially the same thing. So that is the same thing. At some point, if you if you follow religion, at some point. If you believe in god he put adam and eve on planet earth and so maybe god also put a chicken like a chicken and a rooster am i allowed to say cock
0: (laughs) (laughs) i do not mean that in a sexual way (laughs) hang on this isn't a hard question to answer the egg came first no but then that means a baby came first that means
1: a fetus came first if oh, you follow the same logic. Right. And that's not what happened. Right, because Adam something and Eve, had to birth the yeah, egg. Adam and Eve got busy, busy, busy. And then the baby came. And okay. Then, so Mrs. Chicken and Mr. Chicken had a little,
0: you know. So how we did, didn't. How did chickens have sex? <laughs> we didn't Google this before we hopped on. No. We just asked the question. I, I think if you f- Google it. You may find an an answer. answer. Oh, so now I'm curious. Yeah. I'm not going to Google it. Okay, so my next question is, what came first? Men calling us the old ball and chain? Mm. Or women being the old ball and chain? Oh, that's interesting.
1: I want to say we were just labeled this. And then when you call someone something for so long, they morph into this. This is why... Uh, constructive criticism or like positive reinforcement is so important it's like if you keep telling someone you're a bad person you're a bad person you're a bad person they become that right psychologically will morph into that because we're like you know what you want me to be bad I'll be bad what is an
0: old ball and chain what is that when you're trying to describe women's relationship to men yeah and how they kind of hate us When we're in a relationship with them. It's, that's not a secret anymore. Men don't really like women. Men don't really, men, Yeah, you know what?
1: (laughs) Like, is (laughs) that a secret
0: anymore? They don't, they don't like women. There's, there's a few people that really love their wives. But overall. As like, as, as beings, they don't like women. Yeah, they look at us as something that they have to come home to and Mm. we're going to complain to them
1: or do you think it's they like the idea of being able to like have this this person in their life they never call you directly the old ball and chain right they always say behind your back we've been in situations where guys i've dated have been on the phone and they've used me as an excuse now, here's the problem with that. Most of their friends know I'm super easygoing. So they're like, we know it's not her. Right? But most women, yeah, we're always like
0: the punching bag. <laughs> we are. But this is historical. It this is. is why we're bringing it's like, it up oh, this she way. She
1: can't, she won't, like, I can't go out tonight because she won't let me. But then you're like, go. And they're like, no, 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 don't say anything. I don't want to go out. I just don't want to go. I want to stay in but I don't want to sound like I'm i I'm like caving into you. It's all labels. This idea that everyone has to be a certain way or like succumb to peer pressure or, oh, you're, you prefer to stay home with your woman instead of coming out with the boys, which is, can be looked at as a negative thing, right? But it's like, we need to change all of that. I think a lot of them secretly like it. Oh, hundred hundred percent. A thousand percent. They just like the idea of being able to say they have someone that's nagging them because it's like part of their DNA to be like, oh,
0: oh, men complain so much. And it's also part of their DNA to kind of feel like they own a woman. Well, in this case, a woman kind of owns the man. That's a great point because it depends how you're looking at it. I'm saying that I think the men view it the other way. That's serving the part of them that wants to have dominance over someone. Right. Yes, she pulls me down, but she's mine. It's more about I have someone in my life that needs me.
1: I have someone in my life. That's exactly it. That requires me to be and it's like they they do I think they do appreciate that the way you communicate it when we're with our girlfriend let's say our our man is messaging us to be like hey where are you we're all like oh he's messaged me and he's wondering where I am and it's all cute and we're all like supportive of that but men they they communicate it differently but the fact that they're even saying it shows that they They like it. We like being needed. We like being needed. But, you know, I don't
0: particularly like if anyone says I'm I'm like a ball and chain. I I think if you hear that phrase, especially as a woman of today. a
1: negative connotation. Yeah, you're going to reject
0: it. And you're going to put labels on that person that's calling you that. You're controlling. Unless.
1: Here's the thing, unless me and my man have like this wonderful scheme with like our friends, I know that's his code to be like, I want to get them. I want to come home. I want to come home to you right now. Dude, that's so a- he, positive. Yeah, but that's how I would do it. I'd yeah. be like, babe, that's our secret code. Like I would spin it to be like, this is a positive thing that's intimate between us. And like, you know, like, have you ever dated a guy and you guys have you'll look at each other and you just know you want to get the F out of that dinner party.
0: And you're on the same
1: page about your excuse. I want that. I've been in situations where it's like one look. It's like with our girlfriends. Yeah. How many times do I look at you and you know exactly if I'm sitting at a bar with a guy and I give you a look, you know, you know where my head is. You know, if it's get me like I need help, get me out of here now, like we're leaving or I'm good or it's just friend zone. I can I I don't even have to speak to you, and you know, with my look. And it's the same thing like with a guy across the room. You're like, we're gonna out.
0: Girl, you're so sexy. Thanks. It <laughs> yeah, it does boggle my mind when I think about the fact that you're single. It just don't say that. <laughs> it's
1: so depressing. No, because
0: I like everything you're saying. Like that's what I want with a guy. We're both here going why don't they want this? Yeah.
1: But I think they do. Like, that's hot to me. It is hot. And I think they do. And I think they appreciate that. The problem is, the problem is, when we enter a relationship, and this is, is, again, it's only my opinion. I could be wrong. And my opinion is mostly based off my own experiences. But when we enter relationships, everyone goes in with so much ego and so much trauma, right? And something is like, I promise you, if... If a guy calls you or me, the old ball and chain in weird tone continues doing it without it reaffirm like affirming that he likes you, it triggers you. Yeah, I'd be out. Right? Now, if you spin it, if a man was like, Babe, this is what I need to tell the boys because I can't stand them right now. And I just wanna come home to you and I wanna cuddle the shit out of you and I wanna order in and I just I just wanna hang out with you. But these guys just don't get it. And this is what I'm just going to say. That w- that's more accepting to me.
0: Yeah, because we're calling out archaic behavior and mm-hmm. we're aware of it together and we're yeah. being in a partnership together yeah. and we're, g- we're both going, yeah, yeah, screw this. This is meaningless. This. This doesn't actually have an effect on how we view each other. No. Let's have fun it's with like it. It's like our bond. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, would I want him to be more upfront and say, No, I'm hanging out with my friends, with my girlfriend, and I don't want to hang out with the boys tonight? May- maybe. Right. But, you know, it's also nice just getting the affirmation in this. Or he could just be playing. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I mean- <laughs> Because you're naming a lot of things that I want and I could envision. And I can't help but think about my past everywhere I've gone wrong to end Mm. up being single right now. And I think when I really think about it, a lot of the areas I've gone wrong is painting too specific of a picture of what me and my man are going to be like together And so all these scenarios you're painting right now, I'm like, yeah, that's, I could picture this. That's what I want. I want want this. But I think I did too much of that. And when I meet someone who's even just a little bit self-aware, who's showing me that he's a little bit more intelligent than the last doofus I was just with.
1: You get caught up in it.
0: I get caught up and I start thinking he's capable of all of this.
1: But it's because you already created him in your head yeah after the first date and he probably doesn't even exist
0: (laughs) that's a tough pill to swallow I don't know how I get so far down the line of like creating a version of someone in my head
1: yeah but it happens I mean the the one okay first don't beat yourself up about it I think we all do it it's a very natural thing to do because you want to be hopeful you want to be optimistic and part of Part of dating and part of getting to know someone is like, do I picture a future with them?
0: Why are women more inclined to picture futures with men? Where, think, where are we going wrong here?
1: No, I think men do the same. I think men do
0: the same. None of the men I've been with. I think men do, do the have same. done this. This is my problem. None of them picture a future with me. Uh, okay, this, this is going to sound looking- really... <laughs> <laughs>
1: this going to sound hard. Girl! But okay... You okay? One, there, I I know the guys you've dated, mm-hmm. most of them. In your at least in your twenties mm-hmm. and thirty, I know the guys you've dated, and I can confidently say none of them have probably been the right guy for you. And that's not because you are not together. Look at the couple last guys I know you've dated. I I met them, and what was the first thing I said? My first impression of them was. They're nice, like they're nice people, humans, but have you guys talked about this? Mm -hmm. What is he like in this department? How are you guys going to tackle this part of his life? And I think it's because when you, in your mind, in our minds, both of us, when you start looking at someone you like and you start creating this version of them in your head and you're not creating this version out of thin air you're creating it based off the information they're giving you you're creating it based off the feelings you're getting from them and then they become this like amazing human being that you're going to end up with right whereas I th- I think men I-, I hate to say this but I think they're a little bit more realistic than women
0: yeah that's the word that was sticking out to me as you were talking and realism so-
1: maybe women are just generally more hopeless romantics they kind of get lost in the romance novels
0: (laughs) is there anything wrong with that
1: uh Uh, I'm the wrong person to ask (laughs) do you think I don't generally think we don't think
0: like that when it comes to love like Do you think that a healthy balance is required? 100%. Yeah, because remember how we kind of came to the conclusion that to have a healthy relationship, there has to be some feminine energy.
1: Yeah, Doesn't
0: matter if it comes from the guy or the girl. Mm -hmm. And there has to be some masculine energy. Doesn't matter if it comes from the guy or the girl. Yeah, There has to be a balance. But similar to that, could there also be a need for a balance between hopeless romantic? Well, it's your heart and your head. Yeah. It's this. It's just like lifetime debate
1: of what do you follow? Do you follow your heart or do you follow your head? Like is compl- there love
0: without having hopeless romanticism?
1: Your brain is the roadmap and your heart is the compass. You understand your where where you need to go. You have this map, but your heart guides you to like which direction mm-hmm. you take. So both are required. So to your point, to answer your question, can you do
0: one without the other? I don't think so. I don't think they're 50-50. You know what could be happening? Women are meeting men Mm -hmm. and men have less of the heart component and women are bringing too much of the heart component. Oh,
1: girl, I, I challenge that. Well,
0: in my, okay, in my no, experience. Men are, men
1: are so sensitive.
0: Where are these men? Girl. Can what, you introduce me to yeah, these men? Yeah. Please? All my exes.
1: <laughs> I think men are emotional. They can be emotional. I think men, don't forget, being realistic is not the same as being emotional. Those are. I think those are two different things.
0: Oh, see, I'm going to disagree with you. In my experience, they're mm-hmm. the same. I The men who have been equally non-emotional... Mm-hmm. Have also been... Equally real, too realistic. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm the one trudging along in my little one-cart mm-hmm. train. And choo-choo! Here's my hopeless romanticism. And they're right. looking at me like I'm
1: effing crazy. Right. Some parts it could be. I think when I was thinking realistic... They get caught up in reality, right? This is the reality. But the problem is everyone's reality is different. So I think men are very, can have blinders oftentimes, whereas women, we're good at like the holistic picture. Yes. Have you ever had an argument with a guy? (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Better yet. Yes. let Let me keep this even simpler. Have you ever sent a text with more than one question to a man? Oh, That that's it. You're done. End the combo. It's just you will never get. Not only with they one if you're lucky they'll respond to one question. It, if you're lucky. If you're lucky, or it confuses them so much they get overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> they Why get, is that so true? They get overwhelmed so much that they just don't respond oh, or like. My. Or, like, the response is just, like, completely, like, a random sentence that you're like, what? <laughs> what just? <laughs> I love it. I freaking love it. It's so great. Now
0: that you bring this up, I'm like, oh, my God, guys, get your shit together. But it's great. Because it's like, we know this. <laughs> we know this. No, but the, the, it's also a great point because women do have a healthy balance of heart and mind. sometimes, sometimes, and we have this added bonus of having this little equilibrium Mm. skill set in our mind that we can just naturally balance it. And then we're faced most often with men who may have a lot of the heart May have too much brain, but they have a harder time doing that little equilibrium thing. Balancing it out. Yeah, balancing it out that we seem to be able to have an easier time doing. Right. So we can multitask even in our brain.
1: Are you, I guess, indirectly saying that women are adaptable, whereas men, and I I would agree with that. Men are a lot more stern in their ways. Women are more
0: adaptable in. Everything. High emotional we have states, to be. situations. We have to be.
1: Look at our look at just the crap we have to deal with as, as a teenager. We have to change with our bodies changing. I know men as well, but like now we have this like our menstrual psych- cycles kicking in, and we have to deal with that. We got got so much stuff going on from a young age that we have to deal with. And not to say men don't have
0: stuff on their plate. You try. Going through hormonal changes. It comes down to a biological difference. We're thrown yeah. more emotional uh turmoil right? In internally. We're forced to adjust and adapt the powerful emotions mm-hmm. and hormones that are being thrown yeah, at us. Yeah, it's a little
1: science lab, right? It's yeah. like, ooh, like I need a little bit more of emotion drop. So you add a little bit more emotion, and it's a little bit any more more logic, add more logic. Now, I say all of this. I don't think everyone's capable of it. Correct. I don't think every woman is capable of it. I think that's fair. It's not fair to generalize that. But that being said, with all of that being said, I think if I were to generalize based on my experience, which I hate doing, but if I had to, I would say men are more sensitive than women. Every, every guy I've dated, except maybe with an exception of one who I just don't really think he's has any emotion to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. I can say that confidently, has probably said the L word to me within two weeks. But that's love bombing. That's love bombing. Yes. Now I know what that means.
0: But it's still, it, we're but it's, excusing it. it women, it's still or, we don't do this because we're able to equalize yeah. our emotions more efficiently. Is are you not- saying
1: that because we're like that? Or are you saying that because you think women are like that?
0: I think if you had to generalize, women are like that. Yeah.
1: I would say like the majority of women are probably better at doing it. Even to this day, if women in our society are considered to be the ones that have to adjust their life to accommodate to the man, generally women are the ones that have to accommodate to certain things.
0: What's the craziest thing oh, God. you've <laughs> done for a man? I'll, I'll give you some time to think about it. Okay. I was in grade 11. Okay. So whatever age you're in grade 11. 16, 17? Yeah. Yeah. There was a senior at my school. He was grade 13. Mm -hmm. Back when we had grade 13, folks. (laughs) His name was Robin. Robin. Mm. How did you spell it? R-O-B-I-N. Oh, okay. I drew hearts around his name.
1: Ooh, like in in your binder?
0: In chem class, yeah. I was so infatuated with him that when it came time to my parents asking me to get a part-time job, the first thing I thought of was I need to work where he works. Where he works. So I went and got a job at a garden center. And if you know anything about me in my present day or really at me, my, my entire <laughs> life, how I've been my entire life, I am a severe OCD slash germaphobe. Me being anywhere near a cash register slash bags of manure slash (laughs) soil cleaning up aisles. That's the furthest thing you would imagine me doing. Yeah. But boy, did I get that job at that garden center. (laughs) And I I punched in my punching card with my filthy, muddy hands every goddamn morning. And I would wait for him at our lunchtime in the break room. And there he would come in filthy because he was one of the manure boys. He'd be putting bags of manure in people's trucks.
1: You're saying this, but I feel like that's kind (laughs) of hot. Oh,
0: You have no idea how hot this guy was. Oh, Robin. He was like a mix between, and I'm aging myself, but if you're a Backstreet Boys fan, he was like a mix between Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. Ooh, good combo. so hot. Yeah. Anyways, I got absolutely nowhere (laughs) with this relationship. Did he even know you existed? I don't think he knew I existed. (laughs) Yeah, he, he was just way too far out of my league. And plus, I matured really late in life. So looking back, I was probably just like this little stick figure nerd showing up at the garden center as a cashier and he was like a well-developed man. So he probably didn't even like think of me in that way. Like didn't oh want gosh. to glance at me in that Have way. you?
1: Do we know what he does now? We need I, to like stalk him. So <laughs> also... The, can i just like point this out as you started the story i thought oh my god Cynthia's <laughs> about to disclose that she's stuck to god <laughs> and I was like trying to look at you to say like do you want to continue with
0: do you want to continue with this story or not <laughs> but the reason I'm bringing this okay. up is because that was during my youth that was when my hormones were going absolutely Nuts! I didn't wasn't aware of it. I wasn't emotionally equipped to deal with anything that was going on, and yeah, like that was when I did some of my craziest things for boys. So I did I'm, look him up recently because ooh, I was curious. Tell us. <laughs> I don't know if this was him because I think it was just so long ago, oh so I God. can't be sure. Was his peak high school? I think his peak was uh, high school. It's always yeah, like that, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, damn it. So, girls listening in high school, don't worry about don't that worry hot about it. guy. Oh my god, he's gonna grow up to be. Oh my be god, no!
1: High school, you an just accountant. You just have a lot of
0: boyfriends. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just, just have fun, or oh, don't even have any. Just have a lot of guy friends.
0: <laughs> okay, you. I love that. Tell me, you did something crazy. Come on, tell in me. high school. Yeah. Well, anything. What was the last crazy thing, like really crazy thing you did? I mean, I've gotten on. Planes
1: oh. and moved countries for a man. <laughs> Does that count? It's How crazy? many days had you known a man for? Oh, like to go visit yeah. or to move. The move was I knew him for like a we we were in a serious relationship. So okay. we moved. What is considered crazy? See, I don't even think that's what you just said because you were just being efficient. Oh, like okay. You, well, I've like, got
0: more crazy stories if you Cynthia, want.
1: Cynthia, it's like Cynthia <laughs> high school, Cynthia grade 11 was like shit mommy and daddy need me get a job i might as well just kill two birds with one stone you know like i might as well spend more time with this crush and i gotta get paid
0: she was efficient see i'm always torn between when i hear girls talking about like embarrassing things that they did mm-hmm. i'm torn between that being a positive thing to do because it's relatable and sometimes it'll help people who think, oh, I'm crazy. Then nobody will (laughs) learn from you telling a story (laughs) in a wake. I promise you, no one is going to, were you going to give tips on how to stalk a guy? No, but that's what I'm saying. (laughs) If if someone feels bad about what they're doing or like, you should. (laughs) You should feel bad about that. It's part of being young going crazy for boys no
1: because the problem is girls right now who are like 10 11 12 which is i hope that's the only time you were acting like this (laughs) they're on a whole different scale
0: okay but i saw a tiktok the other day of a girl in her Mm mid-20s who said this exact thing she's like tell me the craziest thing you ever did for a guy i'll go first there was a guy i slept with one time I convinced myself that I was in love with him. We added each other to Instagram. She then went through his entire list of who he's following and followed all the accounts she could. And then anytime those accounts posted something, so like ESPN posted a picture, she would go and like it immediately so that his whole feed would oh just show Megan liked so that she would be top of mind Oh my God.
1: If yeah. you have to work that hard. But she recognizes that her behavior not. is crazy. Right. Right? But like just in general, if you have to work that hard for anyone, it's not worth it. Yeah. Don't. Girl. Have you ever <clears throat> I don't know how we have the superpower. By the way, it's a superpower. Because I know every girl I've talked to, they're like, Yeah, I can do it. We if you look at a guy's list, like his followers, you know you know instantly. Which one he's been with? Absolutely. How do we know this? How do we know this? I tried this the other day, and I knew exactly who the girls were. They it's, got thousands of followers,
0: but it's you just know. women's intuition. How? It's built inside. It's us. insane.
1: Can, like we need like we need this to be researched because how is how are like our instincts when a woman knows something she knows
0: our instincts are flawless. And even to the point of like any relationship that I've ever been in, where I've been blindsided, mm. I wasn't, mm-hmm. I knew. And that was what was driving my anxiety the whole time. Cause right. my, the side of me that just wanted to love him mm. was, overpowering. was trying to overpower it. Right. But I knew the whole time, any man how? that has had eyes for other women mm. or like, gotten into a relationship the week after we broke up i have known he was that man all along you know when a guy is a wanderer yeah i wonder if men have this
1: like if men pick up because like listen cheating happens men and women like it's not just to target it like men are the cheaters no women are better at maybe not getting caught which I always say this, I always think women make better murders than men. We're just better. Sorry, guys. And I actually had this conversation with a, f- a few guys who are in law enforcement. And <laughs> they were all of them were like, yes.
0: We're better women because- are just
1: better at hiding it.
0: Yeah, but there's reasons behind it. And it's similar to what we talked about earlier, where you ask a guy three questions in one paragraph and his mind just shuts down. <laughs> we are for whatever reason, more capable of handling things, of doing that equilibrium in our head. And because we've built these little skill sets inside of our brain, it allows us to think of all the details that a man may not think about. We're just more strategic. So it's the same thing as
1: like women running a business. I think just women have the ability of seeing the bigger picture. Like if you're running a war, you're running a country and it's, you're going into a war. You can you have to you have to play uh chess. You have to be ahead of all the moves. You have to I think
0: women are just better at that. So you say <clears throat> you're strategic, the person who thinks that you're a ball and chain is going to say that you're conniving. I think a lot of this comes down to perspective. Yeah, it's perspective, it's perception. It's
1: the same thing at some some men or women might think that I'm too much and then some people might be like no she's just maybe honest
0: I hear that a lot these days if he thinks I'm too much I'm gonna go find someone else do you think there is a righteousness being developed because of that mindset and it's turning into a negative thing this thing we keep being fed on these socials of
1: don't set up there's options if it's too much for you just dump his ass or dump her ass and go get something it's like wait just everyone just shh like just calm down. One thing I always like to ask people have you shared this concern with your partner? And if your answer is no, we need to stop talking about this because go talk to your partner. If you think your partner, her, she, them, it, whatever, is too much, have you brought it up? And you can't go to someone and say you're too much. You have to be like, why? What are your reasons for saying too much? Are you just like talking to me too much? Are you requiring like texting too much? Are you in terms of your attention too much? Let's figure this out together, right? Um, if you've talked to your partner, your partner just dismisses you and you really genuinely don't feel fulfilled, then yeah. If you don't feel fulfilled within reason, I'm not talking about girls I'm not talking about your partner isn't able to take you on first class trips, on private jets, traveling and buying you diamond rings and roses and all this nonsense. I'm not talking about I'm saying if your partner genuinely isn't fulfill fulfilling your needs that you need as a human being, then yeah. And not even in a bad way, you should leave him. But in a positive way, you should say we're not aligned. Right. I don't want to build up resentment against you
0: and nag you and vice versa the entitlement mindset could be developing a society full of avoidance Uh, like just pack up your stuff and leave if it's not working in anything pack up you don't like your work your boss is being mean to you pack up your stuff and and leave Mm -hmm. your husband's being mean to you pack up your stuff and leave Mm -hmm. yeah you're too much for him go find someone else like Mm -hmm. we aren't looking internally anymore to see how we can develop ourselves further. But it it's it just keeps going because if you don't do it, your partner's not gonna do it. And yeah, that's why I'm saying we're developing a society of this. It but it's not just in relationships. It's in every this has been a long time coming of this mindset of entitlement. Instant gratification.
1: Yeah. Right. And the minute we don't get instant results Whether it's in a relationship or at our jobs or conversations where the outcome is not completely instant, we're like, screw this. We have such bad attitude and mindset towards resolution and problem solving now. The skill set of problem solving, I feel like is just disappearing. We're just losing certain life skills. We're
0: seeing the value (laughs) more and more of being independent. And we're pushing that more and more as our priority so take the movement of sleeping in a separate room mm-hmm. as from your husband all legitimate reasons right. to do that your husband's a snorer right. different <laughs> bed times, heat colds issue Mm. there's so many valid Mm. reasons to sleep in a different bed absolutely so you can have the comfort of that yeah but i'm just using in that as one example Example, i'm not saying that's the gateway Mm. to all hell breaking loose Mm. in society i'm just saying it's one symbol we're putting independence as a higher priority independent is different than selfish right but selfish has this
1: inherent negative negative connotation yeah Right. I think you're allowed to be selfish up to a point where you're not harming
0: or negatively impacting someone else. But that's my point. I think there's just more and more behaviors where that could fit into the exact definition you just said. Well, no.
1: Cameron Diaz came out with this thing where she was like, she's trying to normalize not sleeping with her partner in the same bed. And this kind of opened up a conversation between us because we were like, how many other women or partners are kind of doing this and has this something that's been happening for actually a really, really long time, but because it's socially frowned upon, we just don't really talk about it publicly, right? It's the same thing as like open marriages, certain type of dynamics in terms of relationships. Because it's socially not accepted, people don't generally like talking about it, right? Same thing with like sleeping with your partner. Now, what's the difference between being selfish and independent? And so I think that the fine line is, Are my actions negatively impacting my partner? Are my actions negatively impacting the relationship somehow? Now, there's, there's two things because one answer might be yes, but I'm happier as a person. So what do you do when you've reached that point, right? What do you do when you say... I work on a different time schedule, I have to have my eight hours of sleep, and unfortunately you snore, I'm not able to sleep with you, I'm not able to get my proper um, REM sleep that I need, and then therefore I I get up, I'm grumpy, I can't effectively get through the day. But guess what? Maybe the resolution is not getting mad at each other and then sleeping in separate rooms the whole time, intimacy doesn't necessarily have to be sleeping in the same bed right so like this is what we were talking about is problem solving okay babe i have to have eight hours of sleep deep sleep every night my partner is like yeah but babe i require physical intimacy i require sleeping and cuddling it's like great okay how do we do this maybe before we go to bed we have our like one hour cuddle time because really that's all you need Giggity giggity! I wasn't talking about sex, Cynthia. (laughs) (laughs) I was just talking about PG cuddles. (laughs) It's been a while. (laughs) It's been a minute for her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like all innocent, talking about normal cuddling (laughs) and watching a movie. (laughs) Uh, And then you have like maybe a thirty-minute cuddle session in the morning Mm. or whatever. So you got to talk through these things. Again, everyone's love language is different. Maybe
0: someone needs that sleep. Yeah. And so (laughs) I think this is where a lot of modern day advice is missing because you said as long as there's a balance there, right? So as long as yes, let's say you're the one that decides to go sleep in a separate bed. As long as that means that that selfish behavior is you're not giving up too much, But what that really means is don't just look at yourself. Think about your partner. Because if your partner didn't move for this motion for you to sleep in a different bed because they are the snorer and they would rather you sleep in their bed. Okay, so that's one issue. But you have to look at yourself and the relationship and whether or not your partner is still being fulfilled i'm not saying just because you slept in a separate bed then you know how have yeah. to do something else to accommodate don't just them go and sleep in another bed without having a conversation yeah no because, of course like <laughs> yeah just don't do that but I, I think that's what's missing from a lot of conversations nowadays the advice is like yeah you do you yeah which is wrong right you still have to think of the other person you have you to. still have to accommodate the person you love and if their feelings are hurt or if something is now missing from that relationship because they don't have that intimacy, you have to start accommodating for that. And I think that's really missing from conversations nowadays. I agree. I agree we have to put ourselves accountable
1: for how we treat people how your
0: prioritization
1: of your independent behavior is affecting others because it matters it does matter now it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it right what it means is I think what we're saying is communicate in a way that you are clear about the intentions of your actions for example you deciding to log off your phone for five hours or for a whole day if you did if you did this act without having a conversation with like your boyfriend or your girlfriend it could be perceived as you ignoring them this human being is sitting on the other side in their house being like oh my god why is this person ignoring me they're worrying about me are they okay and then maybe feelings of insecurity starts coming in they are with someone else it spirals out of control right now If you had just communicated to them that, hey, babes, I'm just feeling really overwhelmed with social and with work. I'm on screen so much. My screen time has gone up. I really want to take a day just to meditate, really log off. I'm going to be a little bit out of touch. I love you. I'm thinking about you. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Why don't you come over for breakfast and we can kind of catch up?
0: I love you. And I'm thinking about you. Yeah. I want to underline that. I just saw a video that fully triggered me. They were saying exactly what you just said. You know, be mindful of your partner. Communicate to your partner if you need space. Fully triggered me because the last guy I was with was very communicative about those things. If he needed some time, if he needed to step away, he would communicate it first. But guess what was missing? Not only that emotional tie-in and that leaving me with a thought of hey I am thinking about you yeah that reassurance not only was it missing from that but it was missing from every other area of our relationship it wasn't present in anything so it didn't matter that he communicated that he needed to step away and that he was thinking about me at least for that still felt undesired completely undesired And because of that, it still felt like a completely disrespectful situation. Even though he was trying to be nothing but respectful, by him staying by my side and staying in that relationship without loving me, it, it felt disrespectful. Right.
1: Well, yeah, it's dishonest yeah that's dishonest right exactly
0: so yeah i think
1: you know it goes back to men can get overwhelmed easily and so this could have been a case where he just felt so stressed out for absolutely nothing and then he just didn't know what to do instead of just tackling the problem one at a time he just decided not to deal with it just it's easier not to talk about something than to talk about it and then break up and then deal with the breakup and all that stuff yeah Do we understand women or men? Probably not. I think it's becoming a people issue. Definitely a people issue. It's hard to understand something that's always evolving. Maybe we're starting to understand how our societies ran like 100 years ago. But it's because we have information now that we didn't have 100 years ago. Just like 100 years later from now, we're going to have information. Our grandkids will have information that we don't have now about our behavior in our society and they'll be like oh makes no sense why would they be happy but it's because they have information that we don't have
0: now it's almost like knowledge isn't power anymore knowledge is like a downer well (laughs) I
1: maybe it's also how people are perceiving the knowledge we're just we've become so one-dimensional in a lot of senses. This a very individualistic society of me, 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 instead of thinking of everyone, which I get it, but what good is it doing? Instead of thinking about yourselves all the time and being caught up in everything is about you, be a little bit selfless, be a little bit more open-minded, look at the world. We've
0: been speeding up to a standstill. Yeah. That's that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. And now what? <laughs> we end the podcast. Oh, that was a that was a depressing podcast. Sorry guys. You know what though? I don't know. I I think we ended it kind of with is knowledge power anymore? I think just ref- <laughs> reflecting on that. He has knowledge power. Yeah, is is a good sign. And what's the difference between being
1: independent and selfish? And then I have one question just to throw out okay. there to anyone who's listening, which is probably just us: <laughs> How do we feel about game nights, trivia nights? We're gonna start going to this one bar that's recently opened and where we live, and we're kind of excited about it. We're excited. But I just wanted to know what everyone kind of thinks about them. Yeah. How did, how, did, how did we start this podcast? What came first? Polo or oof? If you know, you know.